everyone. This is Isaiah Freeman with Alaska Sports Talk. It is instant reaction for day three of the ASAA Volleyball State Championship for the 3A, 4A level. And wow, I know I've said that a lot these last couple instant reaction things, but wow, an incredible, incredible day of volleyball. We've got some numbers. We're going to go over some things here, have some notes. Again, I've said it in the last few, like and subscribe to the Alaska Sports Talk podcast on all your favorite podcast networks. Go to the Alaska Sports Talk Facebook and Instagram page and like, subscribe, follow, all that. Stay up to date on things that are happening with Alaska Sports Talk, future podcasts on basketball and hockey and other things that are happening at the college and high school level. Again, this is a wrap-up show. This is kind of a quick, instant reaction to the 3A-4A state championships for volleyball that happened today, Saturday. Depending on when you're listening to this, maybe you saw the newspaper or maybe you saw some posts from people at the schools. But first off, congratulations to the Kenai Cardinals at the 3A and the Wasilla Warriors at the 4A level. They played really well today. They earned their win. They are the 3A champions, the Kenai Cardinals, and the 4A champions, the Wasilla Warriors. So let's get into the 3A wrap-up real quick. We started off tonight, or actually today, earlier at 10 o'clock, we had the Valdez uh, Buccaneers playing the Nikiski Bulldogs with the winner playing Kenai. And that went four sets. It was pretty competitive. Nikiski took the first set. Then Valdez took the next three. We had quite a matchup. They, these teams have played each other. They know each other. They are familiar foes from previously in uh, the season and even last year a little bit. I, I was really impressed. There, I have lots of notes here, but one thing that I saw that really impressed me that stood out for Nikiski before we get into the championships was Maggie Greiner, number two. She is the setter. She's kind of a defensive specialist. She was she was all over the place. They there was a lot of miscommunication early. Uh, looked a little discombobulated there that first game, but you know it's a 10 a.m. start. Those kind of things happen. And Maggie really kind of started to settle things down for Nikiski. They ended up winning that first one 25 to 22. Took that first one against Valdez. And I think Maggie was a big, big reason for that. Now, Valdez ended up taking control in game two and three and four and ended up winning in, in three. But uh, very competitive uh, points for points. And, you know, Valdez in game two jumped out on him early. And then uh, they were able to capitalize on some mistakes that Nikiski had. And they ended up taking that. And then, you know, I just... Nikiski kind of ran into a buzzsaw with Valdez after that first game. Valdez just didn't look like they were going to lose. They had their eyes set on a rematch with Kenai, and they just they went at it. They, Nikiski fought hard, but Valdez was just a little bit too much for him. So that set up a Valdez and Kenai rematch. That is the third year in a row we've had Kenai Valdez in the 3A state championship. Valdez winning a couple years ago then Kenai winning last year, and then Kenai winning this year. Kenai ended up winning in four, so Kenai won 3-1. Uh, 
there was there was a lot of long rallies. It, it seemed like there was at least one really long r- rally for a point, at least once a set. And, you know, I think a couple times it went to Kenai, a couple times it went to Valdez. But Kenai... Kenai just looked like they they wanted they wanted it bad. Not saying that that Valdez didn't because they did too, but Kenai they they have some really solid senior leadership that's been there before. We've said it before in the podcast. Number seven, Emma Beck. She she just she put it on herself. And then number eleven, Gracie Beisner. Beiser. She is a outside hitter. Those two were really really aggressive and really got after it and then jc number one uh the senior libero defensive specialist jc costello those those three were really pretty impressive and then nine she's uh, another senior it was their four seniors really which not a big surprise seniors really step up in those moments they've been there they've done that uh number nine camila camila uh gonzalez she is a outside hitter. Those those four, JC, Emma, Camille, Camelia, and Grace. They really went after it. They got. They ended up. They pulled. They they were the the four that kind of regrouped Kenai after that first after that first game, and really, they just it was not smooth sailing, but they were clearly. The team to beat. We kind of mentioned that going into the state tournament on the Tuesday podcast that uh, looked like Kenai was kind of the team to beat, and they they looked every bit of that during the three state championship. So again, congratulations to Tracy Beck and her squad, the head coach Tracy Beck, and back to back three A state champions. Congratulations, Kenai Central Cardinals. I'm sure the ride home will be be careful. But I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun after a great win and back-to-back state championships. So congratulations. So that's the 3A. 4A, quick wrap-up on the 4A. We had, you know, last night I had mentioned in the podcast that it was the Diamond South and and Diamond ended up winning. So Diamond played East uh, this morning at noon. And the winner of that, let's find my notes. There it is. The winner of the East Diamond game was going to be playing Wasilla for the 4A championship. And East ended up winning that 3-0. Um, it, was, it was really a really impressive game by East. They really came at it. Um, Diamond was... It kind of looked like Diamond was running into a buzzsaw there for a little bit with East. East jumped out on 25-18 at first. And then Diamond fought back but lost that second... Uh, set 25-23. It was really back and forth, and East just edged them out there towards the end. And then uh, Diamond had a lead for a little while, and then East came storming back and ended up winning the third set, 25-20. So that meant that East now was going to be playing Wasilla in the 4A championship. And I want to point out that for Diamond, there was a lot of quality uh stuff there with the team. I know that we had mentioned Valerie number 18, their middle blocker, the 6-5 uh gal. She's she when she's on, Diamond's really really difficult to do anything with. If 
the sets are just a little off or the footwork isn't proper quite right with the approach they, they struggle just a little bit and that seemed to be what happened a little bit with east today um they had some un diamond had some unforced errors but i do want to point out that the the libero for diamond number nine charlotte she or excuse me she is a setter excuse me charlotte a setter was really really good you know they she had some tough passes east was hitting the ball pretty hard they had uh they had their hands full with East with Betty Davis East today. Um, number five, the uh, Brooklyn Williams. She did a really nice job. She's a senior. Number five, the libero for for Diamond. She is a she's a special player. Lorraine Toledo. She's a she is really good. She was all over the place. A couple of those hits that East had uh, were uh, pretty powerful. And she was able to dig some of those out. And uh, they just weren't able to capitalize at the net there a couple times. And that ended up leading East to win. So that set up an East-Wasilla final, kind of a rematch of what had happened at the 5-15 game uh, on Friday night. And so I have some notes here. And I just want to, with East beating Diamond, here's a little history. I know I br briefly touched on it in the podcast, the Instant Reaction one last night. But with Diamond and South not being, either one of them being in the championship, since 2004, Diamond or South have been in the championship every single time. Some of those years it's been South and Diamond in the championship together. Since 2004, South has nine championships. Diamond has nine championships. In 2020, there wasn't a state tournament because of COVID. So that is the first time since 2003 that either South or Diamond is not playing in the championship game uh, tonight for the foray. So it was a little different. It was a little strange. I have to say, sitting there, East was wearing red. And so was Wasilla. And that was a lot of red. That was a lot of red out there. Not used to seeing red in the 4A Volleyball State Championship game. So it was kind of burning my retinas. My, rod, my rods, and crones, rods and cones were all screwed up a little bit. There was a lot of red out there. But that being said, it's set up for a great, interesting game. And I have to say, so... Just a little history first. The last time Wasilla won was 2001. So that's been 21 years since Wasilla won. It's been 20 years since a non-CIC team has been in the state championship. So that's been 20 years since then. It's been 19 years since Diamond and or South have been in the finals. So that's set up. That's just a little bit of history of where it was at with a Wasilla and Betty Davis East final without one of those powerhouses of the last 20 years of South and Diamond. So it's set up for an interesting game. It's set up for a little bit of history to be made. And I said it at the beginning, kind of the instant reaction thing. Congratulations to Wasilla. Wasilla won. And East, Betty Davis East, they put up a fight. But 
I'll be honest, Wasilla was a buzzsaw tonight. That is what I saw. That's what I noticed. They were a complete buzzsaw. They jumped out. Um, Riley Pitney, Layla Hayes, they came out hitting, and I mean hitting hard. And then you added in from the outside, Allison Devine, number two. There, there were a couple times where those three had back-to-back-to-back hits and then just, I mean, it just took the air out of the ball. Some of those are just straight down. I'm looking at the crowd across the way and even the East fans and some of the other volleyball teams that are there for the awards later are just kind of like, ooh, doing that. It was impressive. I know I've said that a few times in these instant reaction things, but I just, I just don't know... How else to say it? I, I am not a walking thesaurus, so you're going to hear impressive a lot. And Riley and Layla were very impressive. Miley, she just, she can hit. And she hit tonight. And you can t- you can tell that she can hit. But she seems, I know, I know her from basketball, from Wasilla basketball team. That's where I, I first saw that she was playing and recognized the name. Because I'd seen her being seen her playing basketball, and she's the point guard for basketball, and you can tell that she's kind of a point guard out there for the volleyball team, and it it's really impressive. She has all the physical skills, but she's also got the mental power, and and is a is a point guard on the floor. It's like having a coach out on the floor, and it's just wonderful if you're that team to be able to have that. If you're a coach and you know that one of your players is an extra coach on the floor. It just makes a world of difference. And it was really impressive. Allison was hitting the ball hard. I mean, I have it right here. I just, I wrote my note was here. Number two, came with the thunder tonight because she had two hits right off the bat in the first set that just were hammers, just hammers. And then Riley had kind of started it out and then she... She did it a few more times. I don't know what her final number was for kills, but again, my note, 17, hammer. Just a straight hammer. And a ball-peen hammer where one hit, it's heavy enough where it's one hit and that nail goes all the way in. You don't need two or three. It is one hit and it is that nail is in the wood and it is set. Um, you had... Excuse me, you had Miley a couple times with Layla. You had both of them setting up these walls when they were in the front row, setting up these walls and jumping. And the East hitters had a hard time getting the ball around because Miley might not be as tall as Layla or Riley, but she can jump and her hands are up there just about as high. And that just forms this wall. And it was... It was really impressive. East ran into a buzzsaw tonight, and that buzzsaw is Wasilla. Wasilla Volleyball was a buzzsaw. They went, they played four matches during the state tournament, two on Thursday, one on Friday, and then one again today on Saturday. And they did not lose one set this entire state tournament. They went 3-0 in all their games. And I think the closest game, by looking at this correct, was tonight with 21 that the opponent scored. They they were on a mission 
when we talked with uh, Coach Oxpring uh, on Tuesday, it sounded like that that was their mission. They were going week to week. You know, here here's a new week to compete. And they competed, and they came with a mission, and their mission was accomplished tonight. Congratulations to the Wasilla Warriors for their 4A state championship, their first one since 2001. 21 years. Congratulations, Wasilla. Well-deserved, well-earned, most importantly, well-earned. That is the instant reaction. That's the final for for me, Isaiah Vreeman, on the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Coming soon, starting out tomorrow, uh, Todd Ramoth was there with us as well as some. he was doing some photos for uh, ASAA, and we're, we've got some great pictures, and we're going to be sending those out through our Instagram page and our Facebook page, so start looking for those starting tomorrow. And uh, again, congratulations to the Kenai Cardinals for 3A. Congratulations to the Wasilla Warriors for their 4A state titles tonight. And again, really impressive. Thanks for all the teams for participating. Thank you for all of you who have downloaded the show and listened. Really appreciate that. I know Brad, Keaton, and I love doing these kinds of things. We can't wait for next week when we start talking the Great Alaska Shootout for the girls. And then we have Thanksgiving week where we'll be able to talk some hockey and upcoming conference previews for basketball. All that stuff is coming in the next two weeks. So make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast and be able to get those podcasts instantly when we get them sent out so you can get them on your phones and through your desktops immediately when they are released. Again, for Isaiah Freeman and the Alaska Sports Talk podcast, thank you for listening and good night.